Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot, and the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and happy Friday. Welcome into the Friday edition of our program. Glad to have you with us here on the Big X. Complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Folks, we've made it. Not to basketball season, but almost. It's Hoosier hysteria tonight, and that's going to be a lot of fun to follow. And this afternoon, I'd forgotten about this, it is Pro Day for Indiana. A number of NBA franchises and their representatives expected to be at Assembly Hall for that event coming up today, which is awesome, I think, for players to get the opportunity to be seen, even if there's someone that's a youngster or just now figuring out what their basketball future looks like. A really good opportunity for, and a good recruiting move, I think, as well for Mike Woodson and the staff with this uh, pro day at Indiana. So lots to get to today. We'll get you all ready for Hoosier Hysteria coming up tonight, and we've got some great guests joining us here in this hour as well. And of course, we can't forget about high school football tonight. It's going to be chilly out there tonight, so if you're headed to a high school football game, make sure you bundle up, and uh, it's going to be really a fall-like night for some high school football as we turn toward the postseason here in just a few weeks in southern Indiana. Uh, Let's look at the show lineup for today, a service of Honey Baked Tan in New Albany, segment one, some headlines here coming up in just a few moments. We'll tell you about Trace Jackson Davis, uh, preseason Big Ten Player of the Year, probably the biggest honor to date for him, and uh, lots of other news to get to here in this opening segment. Also, later in the show, it's Friday, so Dylan Wallace, he's the sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, he'll check in. We'll get you ready for Hoosier Hysteria tonight. We'll get his thoughts on a tough one for IU football on Saturday against Michigan, and later in the show, Kyle Nedrip of the Indianapolis Star joins in. Uh, uh, Recruiting today? Maybe a little high school basketball today, a real early look at things. So stay with us for that coming up later in the show today. That's the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service is still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. The Thornton's text line is open. Let me give you that number, 502 414 1450 again 502 414 1450 Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick me up items you need to get your day started like their fresh coffee and delicious donuts love to hear your prediction on IU football how bad do you think it could be tomorrow that's where my mind's at and are you going to Hoosier Hysteria tonight uh, are you going to stay for the concert tonight after Hoosier Hysteria with a G Herbo a rapper be curious to know about that as well Uh, But send me a text. Love to hear from you uh, today on the Thornton's text line. Let's get into some headlines uh, for today. Let me start, remind you that Justin Kalen, who's producing today, uh, has 
high school football tonight, but not on the Big X. It'll be on WFIA 94.7, and it's New Albany and Seymour, a tough Hoosier Hills Conference game for the Bulldogs, but a game late in the season that you like. It's a potential sectional opponent is Seymour, and they've got a good record. They put together a nice streak of victories, and this will be a challenge for New Albany tonight. And Justin Kalen will have the call on 94.7 FM WFIA, and they also are streaming online as well. Our headlines today, Trace Jackson Davis, preseason player of the year by a select media panel. There also was announced an 11-player preseason all-conference team yesterday. Terrence Shannon of Illinois, Chris Murray of Iowa, Hunter Dickinson of Michigan, Malik Hall, Michigan State, Jamison Battle, Minnesota, Jalen Pickett, Penn State, Zach Eady, the big center from Purdue, uh, Clifford, I can't say his last name, from Rutgers, Chucky Hepburn from Wisconsin, Tyler Wall from Wisconsin, of course, TJD, the player of the year. That's quite a talented list and a big honor for Trace. He's got some big, big responsibilities on his shoulders. If Indiana's going to win the Big Ten Conference, if they're going to be at the top of the conference when it all comes to a close, I mean one, two, three, he's going to have to have a big uh, leadership year, and, and there will be others, but we, I think, all understand Trace Jackson Davis is a big key for what could be ahead uh, for this Indiana team. Big day for IU basketball. Who's your hysteria? The big fan event tonight. Students will be lining up soon in Bloomington for the event and also the concert, but it really gets started on Thursday afternoon, and I've seen some reports out there that, according to Jeff Goodman, uh, representatives from 25 different NBA teams are expected to be in Bloomington today to take in this pro day. And again, a great opportunity. It's a growing trend in college basketball. I hate to tell you IU fans, but I think maybe Calipari at Kentucky was the first to do this, but basically it's an open practice, a lot of skill work. I think they even do measurements and different things that NBA scouts are interested in. And this is good whether you're Trace Jackson Davis and have a very legitimate chance to, to maybe be in the league in the future, or you're somebody that maybe doesn't. It's kind of a good measuring stick for where you're at and a good opportunity uh, to get the exposure. So a, a neat idea, probably something that's long overdue, but also I think Indiana's getting to a point here more recently where they've got a number of players that either currently are or could be NBA prospects at some point in their career. So I'm sure today the focus will be on TJD and a lot of others uh, specifically, but I think there'll be some people watching Jalen hood Shafino, the young freshman that is coming in with a great rep uh, reputation and somebody that, boy, a lot of really good words about him in the preseason and what he could potentially bring to the program uh, this year. Don't forget Hoosier Hysteria. Tonight you can stream Hoosier Hysteria on Big Ten Plus. So if you're not going to make the trip to Bloomington today, you can stream the event uh, at Big Ten Plus. It's a $9.95 subscription. you got to subscribe for a month to get the broadcast tonight. Uh, but that is uh, the way you can watch if you're not planning to uh, be live at the event coming up uh, this evening in Bloomington. But busy day. IU with Pro Day this afternoon. Uh, they'll have uh, the first opportunity to, to scrimmage, whatever that's going to look like if there's a scrimmage. Uh, to work out maybe is the better phrase to use in front of what I think will be a really good crowd. There's a lot of recruits expected, the concert after. There just seems to be a big buildup, not only because Indiana is expected to be good, but because of the concert afterwards. 
Uh, the students seem to be very involved or have been invited to be very involved in this year's Hoosier Hysteria. So I'm really curious to see what the actual attendance is tonight uh, when the doors open and the activities get underway. Don't forget as well, the women are involved in Hoosier Hysteria tonight as well, and there's a lot of interest uh, in the women. And so that's going to help, I think, the overall feeling of Hoosier Hysteria tonight. But definitely uh, a fun night ahead, a big recruiting weekend for Indiana. Then, of course, the homecoming activities, the Fox Big Noon kickoff program that will originate from Bloomington tomorrow. Just a really big weekend. The one thing we don't know about is how this Indiana football team uh, can muster even a competitive uh, result against Michigan. That's going to be interesting to see how that one goes. Perhaps could be the only real negative of, of the weekend, to be quite honest. But a big football game coming up, homecoming coming up. Leaves are changing. If you're going to Bloomington, you can cut over through Brown County, which is a windy, windy road with bad cell service. But it is beautiful beginning really this weekend and this time of year. Uh, you can kind of get a lot, of, a lot of things rolled into one on your trip to Bloomington coming up today or this weekend. Also, Kyle Schwarber, former IU baseball great. He finishes the regular season as the National League home run leader for the 2022 season. The Phillies lost 3-2 uh, to two on Wednesdays from the Astros. They'll now get ready to take on the Cardinals starting Friday afternoon in the National League wildcard series. Uh, but Schwarber finishing the regular season, the home run leader of the National League. So good for him, good season for him, lots of home runs. He's been fun to follow. And I, I've said this before, I, I like baseball, like the Cardinals some uh, not an intent fan that watches a lot of games, but the wild card series are so fun to follow. And uh, baseball getting ready to just enter some great, great weeks of, of fun postseason baseball coming up. And probably we'll watch more in the next few months or next month and a half than what I've watched all season long, perhaps. But good note on Schwarber. It will be interesting to see how he and the Phillies do against the Cardinals. That will be an interesting deal when they hook up here beginning uh, later today. That's a look at the headlines for this Friday edition of the program. We've got lots of guests coming up. Uh, Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Also ahead, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star. We'll uh, tell you all about Hoosier Hysteria, get you set for that, and the football game this weekend, and a good slate of football games. I know I mentioned New Albany and Seymour coming up tonight, but other games to watch as well. Charlestown at Salem tonight in a Mid-Southern Conference game. Big reunion, a 25-year reunion at Clarksville tonight for the uh, runner-up, last runner-up we had from the area in a respective, uh, their respective class for a state championship game. The Generals with a tough challenge in this reunion event tonight. They're going to play host to North Harrison. Floyd Central looking to pick up a Hoosier Hills Conference win. That would get them to 500 on the season at Jennings County tonight. Jeffersonville, a tough one at Columbus East tonight. And Providence will host Corden tonight. That could be an interesting game. The Pioneers, the favorite there. And Silver Creek in action. They've got a very tough one at home tonight. They will take on Brownstown Central. Don't forget high school football pairings coming up on Sunday night, and we'll carry that broadcast from 5 to 7 p.m. here on the Big X with the Colts having a Thursday night game. It opened the window for us to be able to pick up the pairing show as they originate from Indianapolis. So you can follow along for all of our local teams, and as they get ready for the final week of the regular season, uh, we'll know the football sectional pairings as well. And uh, who, who could win one locally? Providence, Charlestown, they're at the top of my list. But 
could we see somebody in that 5A classification get hot, maybe Floyd Central, who's winning some games here of late, and uh, and win a sectional. Be a surprise. We'll see what we can get done here locally as far as our football teams go when the draw comes out on Sunday night. We'll head to a commercial break. Dylan Wallace of the Seymour Tribune, the sports editor there, will join me next. You're listening to a Friday edition of the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this and for all the small schools who never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back here on this Friday program. Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Going to join us here in just a second. A reminder, the Thornton's text line is open. That number is 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. And you can download the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. Dylan, we've made it to Hoosier hysteria. We're not quite yet to the regular season or the start of games, but this is a big monumental step forward in the Hoosier State where we love our basketball so very much. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Um, it's, it's a big day for the fans, um, the program to kind of get out in front of the fans for the first time this year. You know, they had their media day a couple of weeks ago where we got to hear from Woodson, we got to hear from all the players. So that it kind of sets up getting people excited to see them out. Um, you know, we obviously had that Hoosier Fan Fest, uh, you know, about a month or so ago as well. Um, and, you know, that, that, was, that was a good opportunity for fans to kind of see sort of similar things you're going to see here at Hoosier Stereo, but Obviously, nothing tops Hoosier Steria. Um, I think fans are allowed to get in the building around, you know, five five o'clock, four thirty. So I'm, I'm expecting some big lines outside Assembly Hall. You know, they obviously have a, a performance from from a pretty famous uh, rap music artist. I'm not too familiar with them, but I think uh, a lot of the college kids, a lot of people will be interested in that. Um, you got some IU grads kind of helping MC the event too. So it's really cool bringing a lot of people back for this event, trying to make it a big deal and. You know, they're going to introduce the men's and women's teams, um, which is going to be really exciting. So, you know, I think it's going to be a great event. Um, I, I don't – I can't remember. I don't know if the Big Ten Network televises this or not, so I don't know if people can watch it. But, um, anyway, it's going to be it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, I think we're going to get, you know, at least two minutes of highlights from their scrimmage. You're probably going to see some videos of the, the players coming out, Woodson speech, all that kind of stuff. So, exciting event in general. And, you know, I think, you know, we might talk about it. But, you know, before that, they're going to have the pro day that we, that we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the show – you know, I think scouts from all 30 NBA teams are going to be there, so the players are going to get to be able to showcase their talents from that. And uh, it's just a big recruiting event, too. I think there's a, there's a whole lot of recruits uh, coming up as well. All right, talking with Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. I'm really curious, Dylan, what the crowd is like. We've seen Hoosier hysterias with really good crowds. I've seen some that have just so-so crowds. This concert, students, recruits, IU basketball on an uptick. I'm really curious what this looks like tonight. I think it could be a really good crowd. As you mentioned, I think the concert part of it will probably bring a lot more interest from college kids wanting to come out and get in line. You know, this event's kind of a, it seems like in the past, this event's been a lot more for kind of the alumni, you know, to come and, and the kids to come because it's free to get in. You know, the, you know, you can donate canned goods. 
Um, that's kind of the only thing, the requirement. But other than that, you know, it's free to come and and, watch, and just, you know, get a seat anywhere and watch them, you know, have all their contests. So, you know, it's a really nice event. So I think this could increase, you know, the student interest in terms of showing up for it. I think just, you know, the excitement around the program in general, it's probably going to have a lot more fans want to just come out and see, you know, what's Woodson going to say, you know, how does Jalen Huntrufino look, all these kind of things. You know, they want to get their first kind of glimpse of this team because, you know, we're coming up, you know, in, in about a less than a month here. It's kind of crazy to think about, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, at least the first game, you're going to have the exhibition game toward the end of this month, uh, early November. So, you know, it, it's, this is really kind of the time that you're going to start thinking about college basketball. I think we're getting a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the preseason stuff is starting to roll out a lot as well. So, uh, the, you know, the, the Big Ten accolades just came out, the preseason ones uh, this week. So, you know, we're getting to that time. And I think the fan base, just with how excited they all are, I think it'd be a good crowd. I was there last year. Um, I don't think it's as good a turnout as they hoped, but but still, I mean, the fans that decided Assembly Hall, no matter how many are in there, they always seem to make a lot of noise. So, um, you know, it, it wasn't maybe a huge crowd last year, but, you know, I think it'll be a good one tonight. I mean, it certainly won't go to the balcony. You know, that's just asking for a little too much. But I think it will, you know, fill a lot of the lower bowl level um, to, to, to kind of showcase both these teams that, that we think are both going to be ranked inside the top 25 for most of the season this year. So, uh, I'm expecting a big crowd, uh, and for anyone who doesn't go, try not to drive around the Assembly Hall area around 5 to 7 o'clock tonight because it's going to be pretty packed over there, I think. Absolutely. I know people won't be able to get into this, but the pro day this afternoon is a great opportunity for Trace Jackson Davis and I think so many others on the roster. And then I saw Jeff Goodman's report, 25 different NBA teams are going to be or expected to be in attendance today for a first-time deal that tells me that there's real interest in this and also that there's a lot of potential NBA talent on this IU roster. Yeah, I think that's exactly what that shows. And, you know, I think, you know, Trey's got a really good experience kind of going out to the to the West Coast this summer. You know, he's able to train a lot uh, with kind of NBA guys. He was, he was able to get some feedback. Um, so I think he's already kind of started to build some connections. And, you know, we all know, you know, one of the best things about Woodson is, you know, when, when he talks to the recruits, we all, when he talks to players, you know, he talks about, you know, he knows what it takes to get guys to the NBA because he's coached NBA players. He knows what it's like to be in that league. So, you know, he's obviously got great connections as well. And, you know, that's probably one of the biggest reasons this event is happening uh, earlier today uh, is because just Woodson's got those NBA connections. He probably knows a lot of the guys that are going to be coming out uh, to, to help scout and, and watch these players practice. And, you know, obviously Trace is the biggest one that they're going to be keeping their eye on for, um, watching what he can do. You know, I, I think I think, you know, you know, Race Thompson, Xavier Johnson, you know, the players like that, you know, they're, you know, it might be tough for them to get in the league, but you never know. They, they could, they could find their way on a G League team. They could find their way, you know, signing a, a training camp contract, stuff like that. Um, and then obviously you got the young guys that, that they're going to probably be interested in, like Jalen Hutchifino, Tamar Bates, Malik Renew. I mean, you got the, some of those young prospects that I think they're going to be really keeping their eye on for. And, um, you know, I think Trace said in an immediate availability, it was one of the players said how, you know, they thought Jalen's only going to be here for a year. He's that good. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think you know, it's a good opportunity for all these guys, um, Trace especially, and then obviously some of the younger guys as well, um, to kind of get their, get their kind of first live look into, into what it's like to kind of, you know, try to, try to put on a, a show for some of these guys that are coming out to scout them. So, great opportunity. Um, I'm curious. And, it, you know, it's a good opportunity to have when a lot of recruits are in town as well because it's showing you – that, hey, you know, Indiana is focused on not just winning in college, but they want to help you get to the next level. They're doing things that make sure that, you know, you guys, people get their eyes on you. So I think it's a good thing in general for everything around the program. And credit to Woodson for setting this up. It's, it's a big deal. And I think without question, 
I mean, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis is the big target for the professional guys. I'm sure that's where a lot of focus will be. But I would think maybe Jalen hood Shafino is number two on that list just based on kind of the buzz we're hearing in the preseason. I think you're right. I think it probably is him. And um, I think everything, yeah, everything we've been hearing about him um, has just been really, really, really positive. And I think the way he plays, the style he plays, I think – you know, I think we all knew that Woodson went on John Rothstein's podcast and said he reminds him of kind of a Jason kid, um, just the way he sees the floor, um, just the way he makes the right decisions. And, you know, I, I saw Jalen um, kind of play around at that uh, the Hoosier Fan Fest thing, and he, he just looks really smooth. He looks really comfortable with the ball in his hands. I think his shot is – I think his shot form is pretty good, and I know people – you know, he might not be the, the biggest three-point kind of shooter heralded coming into to Indiana, but I do think he'll be a pretty – solid shooter when given an opportunity. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for him. I think he's got a really well-rounded game. I think Woodson said he's all about team. So this guy, you know, <laughs> even though he is, you know, going to be a, a highly regarded potentially NBA guy, you know, he's, he's really cares about kind of helping Indiana win. So, um, you know, he, he's a guy that everyone's really, really excited about and rightfully so. I think it's, it's been a while since Indiana's kind of had a recruit, you know, coming in as a freshman that has a chance to really, really do something special and really kind of see if they can get to the next level. So uh, I think it's going to be an exciting time for him. And, yeah, I probably agree with you. It's probably Trace, number one, Jalen Hujifino, number two, number two. And, you know, if Hujifino has a really good first year, he might be the, the number one guy on the team that could potentially go to the NBA anyway. So a uh, lot to look forward to with those two guys. Yeah, no question. Talk to Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Dylan, football for just a moment. Um, there's all sorts of excitement on the basketball front. I don't sense that same excitement about Indiana taking on a very good Michigan team that's looking to return to the college football playoff for the second year in a row on the homecoming game Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's going it's to be a tough one. Um, you know, I watched Michigan play Maryland two weeks ago, um, and I thought Maryland looked pretty good against them, um, which kind of goes into a whole other thing for Indiana's schedule in terms of where they can try to find wins. But I, I thought Michigan, um, look, they look pretty solid. They obviously have a really good defense that's going to cause Indiana a lot of issues um, just to pass. They're probably not going to allow Indiana to run the ball, which they haven't been able to do against anybody. They're probably going to put a lot of pressure on Bazelak, um, which, which is uh, – which is not great. Uh, we still don't know the status of Cam Camper or DJ Matthews. It sounds like Camper's, you know, kind of recovered from his illness. He should be good to go. Matthews got a hamstring thing, so uh, you know, I don't. It's going to be probably game time for him. So we don't know what to expect out of any of his best receivers. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a tough game. Um, and you know, Michigan runs the ball really well. I think we all saw last week Nebraska was able to really kind of take advantage of the running back to to get. First downs, chew the clock out, you know, get, you know, put the game away in the fourth quarter when they need to. So uh, it's going to be a really, really tough matchup for the Hoosiers. But, you know, it's homecoming. It's going to be a lot of people here, obviously, from Hoosier hysteria tonight. And then tomorrow it's a nice morning tailgate. The weather will probably be great. So there's going to be a lot of people around for it. Um, hopefully a good crowd. I'm sure a lot of Michigan fans will make their way over here as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I think it's going to be tough. For Michigan in general, you mentioned you know they have hopes to get back to the college football playoff, which which they probably do. I don't know if they're a top four team. I, I I'm waiting to see it. You know I think you know they've they've obviously you know they beat Maryland, which is probably their toughest game. Then they went to Iowa last night. They or last week they won pretty easily, and Iowa's kind of been um, not so great this year. So kind of waiting to see here with Michigan. I, I do think you know obviously that Ohio State game is going to be the biggest one for them, and see what they can do there. And uh, based on what happened last year between those two teams, I think Ohio State's uh, looking for the revenge there, but we'll see. You know, I think Indiana's got a. You know, I think they're what twenty-two point underdogs tomorrow. So 
Uh, not a lot of people are, have, have hope on the Hoosiers, and uh, I can't blame them. It's going to be a tough one, but you know, maybe they'll shock us and then play somewhat competitive with Michigan for the first you know, two quarters or so. We'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Talking with Dylan Wallace, he's sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, joins us Fridays to talk IU basketball and football. Let's get back to basketball. Trace Jackson Davis voted by a select media panel as Big Ten preseason player of the year. That's a monstrous honor for him. Boy, he's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders to lead this team with all the expectations of him and the team. But good honor for Trace, and uh, nice to see him get that honor here as Hoosier Hysteria tips tonight. Yeah, it really is. And I think it's probably going to be between Trace or Hunter Dickinson from Michigan, who's also really good. Um, you know, I guess maybe Zach Eady from Purdue, but I just don't think he does enough uh, on both sides that really can. And I don't know if he plays enough minutes either to kind of help him out that way. But, yeah, Trace and Hunter Dickinson, I think Hunter Dickinson retweeted it when Trace was named. So, obviously, he's going to be motivated to try to win it. Um, but, yeah, I think those two guys are definitely the most big men or the best big men in the Big Ten this year. Um, and something that's interesting about Trace is, you know, I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's a chance his numbers go down, but not because he's worse, but because the team around him is better and he doesn't have to do as much. I think that could be a thing we could see. And so it might, you know, in terms of when people name people player of the years and stuff, they look a lot at the numbers and may, maybe not as much as the impact. Because obviously Trace is going to be huge impacting this team on both sides of the ball. He's going to be a huge reason if they're successful, if they win the Big Ten, if they're top, whatever. He's going to be one of the biggest pieces, reasons because of that. But I do think because the talent around him is better, his numbers may not be as you know astronomical or as big as they have been in before. And, and that's going to be nothing to do with him. It's going to be a lot to do with the team around him. And you know maybe that could hurt him toward the end of the year, but I do think you know if, he, if, if Indiana is winning the Big Ten, if Indiana is top of the Big Ten and Trace is doing Trace things, uh, he'll definitely be in the conversation, which is why people picked him to be Big Ten Player of the Year. So, uh, you know, it's a great honor for him. It's really cool. Um, I, I'm excited for him. And, you know, I, I think I think he's, he's very um, kind of been outspoken about this, or he's been open about this, talking about, you know, his legacy in Indiana. Obviously, when his career here is done after this season, you know, he'll be pretty up high up there in a lot of statistical categories like blocks and points and rebounds. Uh, but he said, you know, those things will speak for itself, but he, he just wants to win team-wise he wants to win the Big Ten he wants to win a national title so I do think you know as much as the accolades as he's getting um, I think he's had got a really nice head on his shoulders and he's just kind of focused on helping the team win and doing whatever he can so uh, I think I think Trace is a it's a good kid he's a good player and I think he's got kind of the right idea heading into this year so uh, whatever comes with it's going to be great for him and, and like I said if, if Indiana is as good as everyone thinks they are uh, he, he certainly should would deserve Big Ten player of the year so now, hopefully he has, he has a great season because I think he, he's ready for it. He's primed for it as well. All right, talking with Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Dylan, uh, you know, Jordan Geronimo, it seemed like, and I think he still is, but at one time was the hot name around this program. He's shown flashes over the last few years of uh, being able to uh, maybe work his way into the starting lineup and of NBA potential because of the, his athleticism. It seems like with Hood Shafino and then even Logan Duncan getting some love and other storylines around this team, he's not maybe mentioned as much. But uh, is he still somebody that IU fans should be very hopeful for uh, more of a breakout season and more of a consistent role from him? I think so. I think definitely Jordan Geronimo will have a, a much better role, you know, with Indiana this year. You know, you look at the way he closed last season. Uh, he played really well. When when Race was struggling, when Race got into foul trouble in certain games, Geronimo was able to come in in the Big Ten tournament, that Wyoming game specifically, 
and really help Indiana succeed. You know, he, he was knocking down some outside shots. He was everywhere defensively, blocking shots. Uh, you know, his rebounding ability, going up and grabbing the ball out of midair. I mean, he's, he's a really athletic guy, and I think, you know, he's, he's worked hard on his development this year because he's wanted to try to become more of a perimeter player. He wants to be able to handle the ball a little bit more. He wants to be able to shoot better. He wants to be able to do, you know, take guys off the dribble, more stuff like that, guard, guard wing guys better, guard guards better. Um, so I think, you know, he could be an important part of this team. And, you know, you're right. We have heard a lot about, you know, Malik Renew, obviously, is a, a big guy, a big deal coming in here. You know, Logan Duncombe got praise from Trace and, and Race about, you know, he could potentially come and contribute. You know, people are really excited about Caleb Banks on the wing, what he can do. You know, he's he's one of those freshmen coming in that people are excited about. So, you know, and then obviously you still have Miller Cop, who's who's obviously going to, you know, play for Indiana. You know, he's a five-year senior here. Um, he's going to provide a good, good shooting as well. So, you know, there's a lot of wing depth on this team. And to kind of see where it plays out, it's going to be interesting. You know, I don't think Geronimo is probably going to be a starter, but I do think he's still going to play a lot of minutes for this Indiana team. And I think he's going to help out in a big way. So, yeah, we haven't, haven't heard his name as much as we did maybe, you know, right after the season ended in, in you know, May and, and June and April or, yeah, stuff like that. But uh, I, I think he'll still be a big part of this team. And, you know, Woodson said on that podcast, you know, he, you know, if Indiana were to play a big game tomorrow, you know, he, he'd want to play 10 rotation guys. And, you know, you expect Jordan Durano to be one of those 10. You expect him to, to play a big role for this team. Uh, I think he's just too talented to keep off the floor. Every, you know, just his athleticism and the things he can do. And, you know, if he's really improved on those skills in the offseason, uh, he can be a really good player for them. So that's going to be one of the biggest things I'm excited for this year is just how does, how does the rotation look? You know, it's going to be really interesting to kind of see how that stuff plays out. Um, so, so I'm excited for it. I, I think Jordan will, will be a good player. I'm sure he'll be in the dunk contest tonight, so fans will get to see him do some pretty cool things. So uh, well, let's hope for a, a good season for all those guys. Hey, take us through the uh, schedule, uh, what you're aware of for Hoosier Hysteria tonight. You mentioned dunk contest. I've had a couple people say, Matt, do you know exactly what we're going to get tonight uh, in Bloomington? And, and tell us what you know. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll probably get the – same old stuff that we usually get. We'll get the, the three-point contest, the dunk contest. Uh, I think last year, instead of a scrimmage, it was basically just like a um, – it was like a kind of Woodson was running them three-man weave stuff. They were running up and down the floor. He's kind of mic'd up, talking to them like, I don't hear any talking, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I think it'll probably be similar to that. You know, we'll obviously introduce the women's team first. All the players will come out. Terry Moore will come out and talk, and then it'll be the IU players with Woodson. Um, I'm not sure where the concert will come into play. I'm not sure if it'll just kind of like be DJing it while the thing's going on. Not kind of sure how that's all going to play out, but I do think, you know, in general, we're probably going to see a lot of the same stuff that we have seen in the past in terms of, you know, three-point contest, dunk contest. Um, they, they do sometimes do these skill competitions, which is kind of fun. Like, you know, someone's going to make a layup, a free throw, three-pointer, half-court stuff. You know, that stuff's kind of fun to watch, too. So I expect some of the similar stuff. But, yeah, I mean, there's obviously going to be a couple new added wrinkles to it, too. So, um, it's going to be a good event. Should be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, probably be what at least two hours ish long. So uh, you know, it should should be a good time for Hoosier fans tonight. All right, Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. Uh, before I let you go, got to talk a little high school football. New Albany and Seymour tonight. Justin Kalen will have the call on ninety four point seven WFIA. Your take from a Seymour perspective on that game? Yeah, it's, it's it's going to be a really important game for Seymour. You know, they are they are four and one in the conference. If they win tonight, you know they'll win at least a share of the conference title, uh, which is really exciting for them. They haven't done it since 2001, so it's been a while. You know, they've had a lot of exciting games this year. Four of their five wins have come scoring a go-ahead touchdown in the final two minutes. 
So, uh, you know, I you know I know New Albany's been struggling a little bit this year, but I wouldn't expect Seymour to come in and roll over him. Seymour uh, likes to, to keep things interesting. They like to wait till the last second to strike. So should be a good game. And, you know, obviously these two teams met last year in the sectional title game. Really awesome game. New Albany scored with five seconds to go to, to go ahead and win the game. So, um, you know, New Albany's all, you know, they all, they have a good program over there. So I think it's going to be a pretty tough game. Uh, I think it's going to be competitive. So should be a good one. But, yeah, it's a really big one on Seymour's perspective, and uh, they're hoping to really get this win. It'd mean a lot for the program to, to kind of be a, a, at least one to share the conference because it's been a while for them. All right, Dylan, thanks for being with us. Always great to catch up on Friday. Enjoy high school football tonight. I know a very busy sports weekend. And we'll talk with you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. We'll head to a commercial break. Come back with our final segment of the show and of the week. It's Kyle Nedrip of the Indianapolis Star with us. We'll get into recruiting tonight. Another big recruiting night for IU. There's no question about that. Even a little high school basketball and some high school football as well coming up with Kyle. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. You know, a basketball hero around here is treated like a god. I mean, I- Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. You know, most people would kill to be treated like a god just for a few moments. Here's Matt Dennison. We're back on this Friday program. Kyle Nedrip of the Indianapolis Star, my guest. Each Friday, we talk a lot of recruiting. Kyle, it's hard to believe that Sunday night is the beginning of the tournament football state tournament. I don't know where this fall sports season has went, but we're going to get ready for postseason football very soon, and we'll know the team's paths on Sunday night when everything comes out. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, to finding out what we're gonna what we're gonna see there with the uh, sectional draw, and you know, I wrote about some of the more interesting uh, draws that we'll have at least you know for sure locally, and I think you're looking at you know some really good matchups in the first you know potentially the first second round, and of course six uh, A will have a, a week to prepare, and most of five, you know, pretty much all of five A as well. Uh, but uh, that that first week, you know, you're still going to have some some great matchups in one through four A, and then, of course, the following week, uh, you know, we we could see some really uh, big time teams go down, uh, potentially in the first round, depending on what the draw looks like. So, you know, I know this time of year, kind of everybody's, uh, you know, wondering why we don't see the tournament, or people who are for that, um, you know, sometimes are bringing that question up to me and I covered a soccer a soccer game last night that was number one versus number two uh, in uh, class 3A so just uh, you know it's, it's hard when those good teams go out that early but ultimately that's what we'll see in football as well as uh, some of the other sports in the fall. Yeah no question talking with Kyle Nedenrip of the Indianapolis Star the season is winding down from our perspective I think Providence in 1A Charlestown in 3A both have opportunities to uh, potentially win their respective sectionals. I think a lot of that will depend on the draw and obviously things between now and then. But as you look at Southern Indiana football, and I know your focus is on the Indianapolis Stars coverage area and Central Indiana, but overall, south of let's say Bloomington, is football strong this year, or is some of the better football being played in the heart of the state in Central Indiana? 
Yeah, for sure. I think it's, uh, you know, you, you look at some of the smaller classes and it's always, you know, sort of a little bit more spread out uh, than it is in, in 6A and, and you know, and, and I think 5A too is a little bit more spread out this year where you've got, you know, uh, where uh, I think a program like Merrillville, you know, has a good chance in 5A. 5A is really wide open. I think that'll be one of the more interesting uh, classes in the state. You know, Whiteland around here has a really good team this year. Um you know, like I said, Merrillville's got a really good team up there in the in the northwest part of the state. But you know, I would say throughout uh, you know the lower classes, you know, down south, uh, Linton Stockton, you know, in two A is certainly a program I think that's got a chance to, to do some you know make a deep run this year. Um, but you know, when you're looking at six A, especially, it's it's really uh, you know it seems like every year almost it becomes more and more about uh, the teams in Central Indiana. I think there's a lot of reasons for that, including the you know, just sort of the population uh, growth and sort of the, you know, just sort of the, the growth of the suburban schools around here, even maybe even more than township schools uh, anymore. Uh, so I think that's that's probably going to only continue to be the case uh, in 6A, in my estimation. Uh, but I think, you know, it's kind of like in basketball, too. I think some of the smaller classes, you're always going to have uh, pretty well-represented uh, southern Indiana, northern Indiana, and central Indiana, it's just that the bigger schools, there's just more of them around here. So it's, just, it's not anything against other parts of the state. It's just a kind of a math issue, you know. And, and a lot of those schools, like I said, those a lot of the really good programs in 6A around here, they're going to go out early. So uh, that's part of it, too. But there's just more of them. There's more, uh, there's more everything uh, around here as far as the, uh, you know, facilities and and overall number of kids and talent level and uh it just they're just uh it's just a, a math uh issue more than anything but yeah i think from a from a large perspective i think we're going to see a lot of areas of the state represent i'm curious to see east central uh out of the cincinnati area they're a really good program in 4a i think they've got a chance to, to go pretty far uh this year too so there's all kinds of uh, schools from other parts of the state that will have a chance to make a run Talking with Kyle Nedrip of the Indianapolis Star. Kyle, switching gears, we've talked a lot of recruiting this week because Hoosier Hysteria is tonight, and Indiana has a huge list of visitors that are going to be on campus tonight, and some of them for the football game an entire weekend. We've talked about some of the big in-state names, Flory Bedunga from Kokomo, Trent Sicily from Heritage Hills, Jalen Harrelson, of course, from Fishers. You interact with a lot of high school coaches, and you even interact with a lot of the travel team and shoe-oriented teams in our state. Any idea or feedback you get on how Mike Woodson and this coaching staff here, still pretty early in their time leading the IU program, how they're perceived uh, by high school coaches and others in our state? Yeah, I think pretty well. I mean, that, at least from the from the uh, interactions I've had with, with coaches, I think they're doing a good job of, you know, getting in on the talent that they can get. And, uh, you know, and it, when you're talking about those high-level guys, those guys you just mentioned, um, you know, you're not going to get all of them. You know, you, that's never been the case. But, you know, I think they're going to be in the mix for them. And, and, you know, you certainly want to establish roots with, with players like Trent Sisley and, and Dylan Harrelson, obviously. And uh, and I think Corey Badunga to a certain extent as well. Um you know, so there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, hands in the cookie jar, so to speak, for those type of players. I mean, you're, you're just going to have a lot of competition. So, you know, you can't just expect because you're Indiana to, uh, you know, to get those guys. But I, I think it's going to be, 
you know, I, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays itself out over time and, you know, how successful they are. I'm always of the opinion if you're winning and, and you know, you're, you're getting out-of-state players to help you win, and, and I don't think it matters a whole lot uh, who you're winning with as long as you're winning. Uh, people aren't going to argue. But, you know, once – and I think we saw this with Tom Green. It's like once you maybe have some stagnation or and you're missing out on – those in-state guys, then it becomes a problem. Then it becomes an issue, and it's not. It wasn't just one thing, uh, you know, that, that with all those players that they ended up missing out on over time, and, and they would have missed out. I think no matter who the coach was, in some in some respects, uh, when Tom Crean was there. But you know, it just it's uh, it becomes sort of a, a PR thing more than anything. If you're if you're not winning to the expectations of the fan base, and you're missing out on in-state recruits, so. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think I think they're in a good place, uh, you know, with, with uh, Mike Woodson, and you know, I think they're obviously when they go out, they're they're obviously making it a, a priority uh, with especially some of those super high level guys that you just mentioned. Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis Star. Kyle, uh, football season winding down, heading to postseason. That means it's time for high school basketball, and I've always got. A few people in my ear wanting to know, what does Kyle think about high school hoops in our state this year? Who could some of the better teams in the state be? So as we start to get into some colder weather and football tournament uh, pairings come out, we can maybe think a little bit more about high school basketball. What's your take on the talent in the state right now and the overall thought on what kind of high school basketball season we could have this winter? Yeah, I really like the... uh... You know, both the senior class, and I think we're starting to see some, some guys emerge in that uh, junior class as well. That, that's been perceived as maybe a little bit weaker uh, class, um, you know, the last couple of years, that 2024 class. But, you know, with guys like uh, Cannon Catchings and Jack Benner, you know, both those guys going to uh, Purdue, and there, there are several others. Uh, and then I really like that sophomore class. I think there's a lot of upcoming talent. You know, you mentioned Sisley and Harrelson. Uh, but it, it appears to be a very deep uh, group, and I think that's still got some guys who could emerge as, as high-level, uh, high-major talent uh, players. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a good class too, and I think uh, you know I think that'll play itself out this season. There's a you know I think probably two teams that you would expect in 4A probably to be maybe co-favorites, or um, you know you could put one one at 1A and one one B is uh, Ben Davis and. and who will actually play in the uh, Forum Tip-Off Classic. The uh, pairings were announced earlier this week on that. The uh, uh, I have to look at the date again. It's in December at Southport, but that should be a really good event. And uh, we'll get an early look to see maybe who the favorite is. Ben Davis really loaded with a lot of depth and returning starters. And then Cathedral, of course, with uh, Xavier Booker. And then, you know, they have some other guys back from that uh, state championship team last year. They lost a lot, too. Uh, but still, you know, Jake Davis, John Tibbs, Xavier Booker, pretty good core to start out with. So I think he'd probably start there. But uh, as always, you know, you've got schools like Zionsville and, and, and Brownsburg and, you know, several others, I think, who will be uh, contenders uh, when, when you look at things. And, you know, and some, some schools that have, uh, you know, maybe are a little bit off the radar that I think people are, are sleeping on a little bit uh, that, that, you know, still have to prove it but uh you know we'll have pretty high expectations at least within the program you know going into this season kyle jalen harrelson will not be at hoosier hysteria tonight 
as you know, he'll be at the USA Junior National Mini Camp. That's a huge opportunity for him to be with some of the best in the country, his grade, even a grade above him. And ultimately, it's kind of the beginning of a process to try out and represent his country. Yeah, that's always a neat deal when you get to see uh, in-state guys have the opportunity to uh, be part of something like that. And, you know, you, you wish him the best. And, you know, would have liked to have seen, uh, you know, Xavier Booker have that opportunity. He's part of that, that process and and uh, was able to at least be part of it. I think even if you're part of it and you're an alternate or you, you almost make the team, that's, you know, a feather in your cap as well. And I think an experience that those, those guys will not uh, forget any time soon. But, Everyone I've talked to over the years that's had a chance to be part of the USA basketball experience has spoken really highly of it. And a uh, really cool thing for, for Harrelson to be part of that, too, the top ten kid in the country uh, representing Indiana and the uh, USA. That's a neat, neat opportunity for him. Yeah, for sure. Kyle Nedrip, the, the Indianapolis star, with me here on Fridays. Kyle, thanks for the chat. Enjoy the weekend. It's going to be a busy weekend. I know you've got... High school football tonight, tournament pairings you know, to report on Sunday night, uh, but that's just uh, part of the job these uh, busy weekends, these times of year. So thanks for being with us for a few minutes today. Absolutely. Thanks, Matt. Have a good weekend. All right. Kyle Nedenrip with us here on this Friday edition of the program. Again, Hoosier Hysteria tonight. Uh, the doors open, I believe, at 6. The event begins at 7. Uh, G Herbo concert post Hoosier Hysteria, busy night in Bloomington, busy weekend in Bloomington. Uh, if you're going up, have a safe drive, have a lot of fun, and we'll see how it goes Saturday with the football game. IU and Michigan uh, in an afternoon game and a tough one for the Hoosiers. Uh, and no question about that. I think we all are, are in agreement about where Indiana football is at right now. Uh, have a great weekend. That's going to wrap things up. Don't forget, if you missed the live show, you can always find us as a podcast. We're available Wherever you listen to podcasts, all you got to do is search for The Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison, and you'll find us there. And uh, leave us a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app if that's where you listen to them at. You can help us connect with others that might be interested in a radio show on IU and a podcast about IU and local sports as well. Have a great weekend. Don't forget New Albany Seymour tonight on WFIA 94.7 FM and streaming online. Until Monday, I'll be back with you then. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.